up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to get to, we have a special guest at 7am today, Charles Thompson, the father of Casey Thompson and the former Oklahoma quarterback himself, will join us at 7am on the airwaves, nice get, Sip. Well, Jake, thank you. You talked to him yesterday too, right? I did talk to him. How was he? He was great. What can we expect, what kind of preview can you give us for Charles Thompson? Well, um... They'll be talking about his son's return to Nebraska. Go ahead and say your words. Nah, that's not surprising. What's so surprising about that? Well, we talked about it the other day that you know, didn't know what to expect with Jeff Sims coming to town. <laughs> right. I don't Casey's think, sticking around. Yeah, I don't think people knew for sure what Casey was going to do. And his dad clarified it. That Yeah, we, all along we, we've wanted to. And Casey's not coming back to compete for the starting job. It's his starting job. Um you know, he, he should be afforded the number one spot um, when he returns. And I, I, I agree with him. What the hell what more, well, else do, what more else does he have to do? He, you, we don't make the decision, except the Matt Rule. I make the and decision. Marcus Satterfield and whoever the quarterback's coach it's is. My decision. That's, it's your, that's your decision? It's my call. You make the, the quarterback call. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious, Jake. I... Um, but yeah, it was interesting. He got his he got his master's degree on Friday. Did Casey, and now he's got he you know he had shoulder surgery, which will take him out. We'll talk about all this later. Yes. Um he had shoulder surgery, which will take him out till he won't be able to start throwing till midway through spring. But the the thought is they'll get him ready. They'll get him ready for the summer and he can get his rhythm he'll know the offense he's already learning it he's already you know, I mean Casey could by the by springtime he could probably coach the offense you know Casey mm-hmm. um so he'll be good, good I will talk to Charles Thompson Casey's dad at 7 a.m anything NFL wise you want to share um concerned about next week for my beloved Dolphins the Green Bay Packers are the opponent they they appear to be getting right as the season gets closer to an end, now they beat the Rams last night. I think it was twenty-four oh, okay. to twelve. Twenty-four to twelve. In Packers. Monday Night Football. The, the reeling Rams. Yes, the Rams. The reeling Rams. The Rams had the miracle win against the Raiders last week on Thursday Night Football, where they were down and had a ninety-eight-yard drive to win the football game. The Rams are not a good team, so that's why I got to pause before I give the, the Packers all this love and say, "Well, they're going to beat my Dolphins and, and tear my heart out as the playoffs get closer and closer." But we all know that Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He's not the same guy he was, but he is still a very good quarterback. And he's getting some guys healthy in that roster. So, I'm a little concerned for Christmas Day, Sunday. Dolphins have not won on primetime for a long time. They lost to the Niners in primetime on 3 p.m. They lost to the Chargers disgustingly on primetime on Sunday Night Football. And they lost to the Bills on Saturday Night Football. So, concern. You, um... 
you looked, I mean, you seem irritated with me. I, you looked at my, the cough drop situation. Have you put them in yet? It's not really me. It's, it's more the listeners that, that, that bothers. I can live with it. I don't like it, but I'm not the one that is complaining. It's usually the ones saying, for the love of God, make him take out that cough drop. Right now I need a cough drop. I've officially entered the illness portal. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, Merry, what do you want me to Merry do? Merry Christmas to everyone. What do you want me to do? Zip is delivering illness this year. What do you want me to do? You want me to not show up? No, I don't you want can't that. Win. You can't win in this. I you can't. Know? <laughs> you can't. Because I show up. How about you just get healthy? That's the win. Yeah. Medicine. Med- medicine. I, I got it in my mouth right now. That's not medicine. It's a cough <laughs> drop. That doesn't fix anything. It just temporarily pauses coughing. No, well, you don't want coughing on the air. I don't. Right. Okay. Should we talk some croutin? Yes, we should. 402-464-5685. Call or text the show as always. You can watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. So more news in recruiting as you'd expect with signing day getting up tomorrow in the early signing period. Nebraska does get a couple more players yesterday, Sip, and two are kind of in the trenches. One, a four-star edge rusher. They're all in the trenches. Well. That's true. They are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> all three, all three are in the trenches now. T- uh, the first one was Prince Will Umanmielen of Manor, Texas, a four-star edge rusher. Very intriguing. Keep going. Why did what, is this? Po- no, why? no, no. Okay, Keep, get them all done. Okay. Then, then you go up north to South Dakota, Pierce, South Dakota, where you get 320-pound offensive lineman Jason Magischak. I believe is how you say that. Pretty close. What's your pronunciation? I don't know. You're going to do that? Really? You're going to do it? I'm just asking. Okay. Give it a shot. And then an easy name. Uh, Out of Gretna last night, Mason Goldman, a lineman, also commits to Nebraska. So three commits all in the trenches yesterday. Very interesting. I mean, that Prince Will. Um, Prince Will. Umami Ellen. Yeah. Prince Will is interesting in a lot of ways. He put up huge numbers in Manor, Texas, which, by the way, is the home of of – um, O'Shawn Mathis, the name was escaping me. O'Shawn Mathis from Manor, Texas. I wonder if O'Shawn shared what was a, I hope what was a positive experience um, with his. I, I I would think in Manor, Texas, that a rush end, that six four two fifteen, would be kind of birds of a feather with O'Shawn Mathis. Right? Oh, yeah, let's just say that if they if he didn't like the experience, I think he might have told. Prince Will to not come here. Right. Prince Will has a brother, turns out, who's a sophomore uh, at Florida and put up big, big numbers. I think he had three and a half sacks, eight and a half tackles for loss this year as a sophomore at Florida. Um, again, Prince Will put up huge numbers in high school. Um, let's see, at 65 tackles, 20 tackles for loss, and eight sacks as a senior in 2022. Think about that. 65 tackles, 20 tackles for loss, and eight sacks. That's a lot of time behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I just, yeah, they got an edge guy, a four-star edge guy. Four-star edge guy. Okay, I'm not, I'm like you, I'm not, yeah, you, I'm, you, like you, you. I'm hot, right? I'm, listen, I'm trying, this thing is, is spastic in here. <laughs> That's not the only <laughs> we got three spastic things in here. That and us two. Yeah. So this is, I'd say, I don't know how they pulled it off, but they did the rule clan. 
and it looks good. Okay, so prints well. And then you have uh, the other ones are almost as interesting. Well, let's, let's go with Mason okay. Goldman. Mason let's go Goldman with Mason Goldman. Gretna, no? who we saw in the uh, title game in Class A football this year. Yeah, Mason Goldman. Apparently, he did not have a scholarship offer from the previous staff. Um, but you know, he kept working. He's it's it's interesting to me. They don't know if he's going to play on the offensive line or defensive line. One of them. He's six five two fifty. Is Mason Goldman of Gretna? Um, he said he told our Brian Munson. What Nebraska said is that they're going to evaluate my body once I get there. So that could be either offensive line or defensive line. I like that. That's it's prudent. Good. That's good. Prudent. Yes. Prudent. Don't you don't need to steer him one way or the other. Let's just see what you look like when you get here. I guess he's pretty nasty on the defensive line. Well, I, yeah, I mean, if you watch the, the, the state title game against Omaha Westside where they lost, yeah. he was an animal. He was, he was everywhere. Was he? They had a couple guys in defense that were everywhere, and he was one of them. He's a good player. Mason Goldman is a, is a dude. That's a dude right there. Okay. Like at least that. at the high school level. We'll see if it, if he converts to, to college well. But as a motor, though. He's got a motor. He well, has a motor. Well, that um, it's a great thing for Gretna um, and for Mason Goldman, obviously. He didn't lose hope. Um, he said... It was a little discouraging, but all of my high school coaches felt like I was good enough to play at the D1 level. They told me to keep working hard and good things will come, and eventually it didn't. Again, Nebraska came pretty late with an offer. He, he chose Nebraska over Vandy. So there you go. And then the, then the, the third one is uh, – say the name, please. Magicek. Jason I – think, I think it's Magicek. Yeah, he's a big kid from – uh, Pierre, South yeah, Pierre, South Dakota. Pierre, South Dakota. State capital. They flipped him from North Dakota. Now, this is sort of a classic example is the new coach comes in and flips him from North Dakota, and people say, oh, that's cool. We flipped him from North Dakota. No. If it was the other staff, what? That's not what I say. If it was the other staff, it would be like, what are we doing? Flipping guys from North Dakota. I, I don't think so. This is why yeah, I this, do. This is why I pause on that. If because that Ross, people would be nope, saying, uh, what are we doing? They, yeah, people might. But I would not because I watched these FCS games once in a while with North Dakota, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, and they have pretty good, pretty dang good line play. Those dudes are tough. Yeah, yeah. Those South Dakota, I agree with you. I agree. North Dakota, Minnesota kids. I mean, they they play in the cold. They're tough dudes. This kid's a three hundred twenty pound lineman. Yeah, he's he was going to a smaller school before Nebraska. But what do we know? Matt Rule finds gems. Matt Rule, good point. Ha- has not good always point. had five star players. He finds hidden gems. You're on it. God bless so you. I saw this one and I was like, "Yes, that's what I'm talking about." I don't need okay. the big lineman from from Texas or Alabama. Would I like that? Sure, but I want a dude that that plays in the cold. It's a big guy, and I love getting guys from the Dakotas, especially at I like the it. trenches. So I, I was ecstatic about this. I liked yesterday. you this morning. You're I interesting. Every morning. That was that was a good. I mean, I'm. You got me. You won get, the over get, on that. Get the get your linemen from these areas, yeah. these parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, get your linemen that throw the. Oh, it looks like he throws the disc fifty nine five, and the shot one seventy five eight, fifty nine feet five inches, um, for the discus and for the shot. All right, hold on. He threw the disc. He threw the shot fifty nine five. 
Does that sound good to you? I I don't know a typical distance for And the disc is 175.8. I'm not a track expert, so I don't know if those numbers are great or just fine. And I'm going to tell you something right now, and I don't mind sharing this with the listeners. I don't have my glasses today. This is amazing. I'm doing it. I can kind of see what I'm reading. I don't have those my glasses. just readers, though. Exactly. And what am I doing? I'm reading. <laughs> the readers aren't that important for reading. Like I need mine. Listen, these are my normal glasses. All right. All right. That, that, these are my whole no. industry devoted to make helping people read. Gla- and you just you just came on yeah, the air and right. said, "Ah, readers really your don't vision help with cannot reading. be that bad if you don't need glasses on normal life. You, you can't. Just need them most to people read. can't read at all. Really, most people can't read at all. If really, they don't have the readers. I can read just fine. If they don't have the, readers. I just took my glasses off. I can still read. It's fuzzy. It's fuzzy, but I can see it. Okay, well, squint, squints then to read it. There's a whole industry of for for people like me. You usually have like six pairs of glasses somewhere around here. I'm down to one. I'm down to one. It's scary. It's scary. It's Christmas time. Money's going out the, you know, everywhere. How much do readers cost? Twenty-five dollars. Oh now. wow, a big fat twenty-five dollars. Yeah, for, I was to, in to help you read last night, and I was spending money like it was going out of style. I look, I, I, I thought, okay, I'm down to one. Should I get something? I looked, and it's twenty-five dollars. I'm like, nope, nope, not right now. Twenty-five bucks to help to help you. Read. I have a pair though. But I, where are they at? I don't know right now. <laughs> you probably should have got one. Exactly. I walked out the it's door. It's not two hundred and fifty. It's twenty-five. That's still. A lot. It feels like it's 250 degrees in this building, though. It's, it's very hot. Going on. I don't know. This shirt's coming off. I, my mind might come off, too. <laughs> it's very hot in here. I can't get the stupid thing to work. It's very hit or miss. It goes hot. It goes cold. I can't control it. It's on its own mind. I can just try to guide it. So, as far as getting back on track here, Rule, Matt Rule, has brought in nine, oh, God, I want to say, Let's just go through them. Hold on. We're going to do this. Okay, get ready. Get ready, okay? I'm ready. I'm going to do this. First of all, Nebraska is now ranked 41st. The class of 2023 for Nebraska is ranked 41st. That's 8th in the Big Ten. Okay? 8th eighth in the Big Ten, 41st nationally. There's no reason to go totally crazy, but since Rule was named the head coach, it was November 28th, I believe he was introduced, something like that, November 28th. He has brought in Princewell, that's one. He has brought in Ramir Stewart, a safety from Philadelphia, that's two. He has brought in uh, 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 Bryce Turner, receiver from Bay City, Texas. That's three. Help me count, okay? Okay. He's brought in Jalen Lloyd, a receiver four. from Omaha Westside, four. He's brought in Sincere Safilula, um, a, a cornerback from Heritage, Tennessee, via IMG Academy. That's five. Five. He's brought in Mason Goldman, whom we just discussed. That's six. He's brought in the kid from North Dakota that, that flipped, Jason. Seven. Had to check, seven. He's brought in Quentin Ives, a running back from Beverly, New Jersey. That's eight. He's brought in Tristan Alvano, kicker from Omaha Westside, who you really like. I love Tristan Alvano. Nine. He's brought in Kai Walleen, a, a pass rusher from a California JUCO. Ten. Now, this is a big one. He brought in Corey Collier, who's a 
who's a consensus four star, who was a consensus four star in high school. He's coming from Florida. Eleven. He brought in Jeff Sims, a quarterback uh, from Jacksonville, Florida, by way of Georgia Tech. Twelve. To compete for the starting job, and he brought in Marco Ortiz, a long snapper from again a transfer from Florida. Um, who, by the way, has an NIL value of 43000 for some reason. Marco Ortiz. That's 13? 13. Rule, Matt, has brought in 13 players. Well, he had to get going. He knew that. I mean, yeah, but 13 is a big number. 13 is a big number. And, again, we've said in the past when Scott Frost came here, okay, great, you got players, but a lot of those guys didn't work out here. Right? Now, they and, either and, left early, they never made it to Nebraska. Right, and – he hasn't addressed, I would say, immediate needs in the trenches, right? We're, but we still got another round, right? You still you have needs. not heard yet the whereabouts of where AJ Cornelius is going to go. The he's Rhode Island. He's announcing. Oh, soon. Nebraska is in his top four. It appears Nebraska, Oregon, Tennessee, and Ohio State are the are the four he's apparently choosing from. Yeah, he's going to announce. I'm, I'll find it right now. Dang it! Come on, be more prepared, Jake. <laughs> I just gave you his four teams he's choosing from, Nebraska, Oregon, Tennessee, and Ohio State Rhode, for A.J. Cornelius. Rhode Island transfer A.J. Cornelius to announce commitment on Wednesday. Okay. And it's down to Nebraska, Oregon, Tennessee, and Ohio State. Get the NIL money ready. Now, that would be a wonderful get. It would be. If, if all those teams want A.J. Cornelius, he must be pretty dang good. There's also Ben Scott that's looming out there. Ben Scott, the uh, Arizona State interior lineman. Arizona State. It would be a player out of the portal. If you got both of those, uh, it would be I mean, huge t- news. Tomorrow is going to be a pretty full day of drama, I think. You know, usually when you have your head coach in place for a year or two, it, it's not that dramatic on signing day. It can be. You might flip a guy or might have somebody that commits to you late. But in this in this time, when you have only had a couple weeks to get going, you're going to have some guys you don't know about yet that do commit to the class. That maybe you get an AJ Cornelius, mm-hmm. one of the top, maybe the top offensive line transfers in the portal right now. Right. That you don't know about. Right. So we could, you, if you like, the, if you like where the things are going right now, it could get even a lot better tomorrow. Right. Possibly. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think the proper thing is to not go overboard. Um. There, we we did find out a little bit more about um, Jeff Sims yesterday. Um, I will get my notebook while you talk. Jeff Sims, of course, the quarterback transfer from Georgia Tech among the guys Nebraska has added. By the way, before we get into that, I, I want to address a couple things on the text line. I, I don't know where you're buying your readers from, but people get them for $3 places. Where's that? Ron says, my readers are $3 from Super Saver. Okay. Uh, Rick, oh, really? Rick texted us and said that he, you can get a four-pack for $15 from Sam's Yeah, don't Club. you have to be a member? Okay, we can ask someone to get them for you, then pay them back. Okay, yeah, I'm not a member. Uh, yeah, they're they're Super cheap. Saver, they're, they're not twenty five. The point is, they're not twenty five dollars. Super Saver three dollars. Three dollars. Ron said at Super Saver, you could get readers for. It. Okay, all right. It's just you. across the street from us here. Yeah, you, know, you could walk across the street. Yeah, I, I wouldn't and, walk. And get some readers. You could. Yeah, but possible. Thank you. thank you to Ron and and Rick, and our friends. Yes. Um. I also said, before we move on, someone says, Jake, you've said some ridiculous things in the past, but that may have taken the cake. That took the cake. I can see without glasses, but if I don't have my readers on, I cannot read a thing. No. I mean, I don't know what you were thinking. Well, I'm a, Why do they make this readers' is a, this glasses This is a person then? that wears glasses routinely. 
me. You said So when I see you not wearing glasses and you just put them on to read, I, I have questions. I need this in my daily life because everything gets kind of gets blurry. And reading is right there. So, so you just won't take the okay. word of people who say they can't read without their readers. You just insist that we're uh, uh, lying, I guess. <laughs> I'm just confused by it all. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> just confused by it all. Uh, um, Sims, Jeff, from the Georgia Jeff Tech. Jeff Sims, his name. Yeah. Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech said, said rules offense will be pro style and balanced. Pro style and balance. They will expect the quarterback to run, um, clearly. Um, Charles Thompson at 7 o'clock will talk to us about that in part, many things. But, mm-hmm. um, well, Sims is a runner. I mean, Sims runs the ball. I mean, he's a passer, too. He says, he says that he considers himself a pass-first pass guy who has the tools to run. He considers himself a – that's probably what Casey said. That's kind of about right, yeah. Very similar quarterbacks. How, how similar are they in general, though? If that's if that's how they operate, are they, are they the same well, quarterback? Well, no, Sims is 6'4", no, 220. What's Casey's size? I forget what his size is. 5'11", 210. 5'11". So if you want to run the quarterback, Jeff, Jeff can take bigger hits. He's a bigger dude. Much, much different. Much different. Casey, I'm sure, is a more polished passer. Um, I'm sure Casey throws a better deep ball. I mean, Casey – Casey had surgery on a shoulder that he hurt against Oklahoma, and he was still throwing the ball down the right. field. I mean, that – yeah. So, the quarterback – now, one question on the quarterback situation. They brought in Sims, Jeff, from Georgia Tech. Will they bring in Malik Hornsby from Arkansas now? Well, again, if Casey's sticking around, as we're going to talk with Charles about, his dad, Charles Thompson, at seven. Jeff Sims is here – I. Like I said yesterday, I will be very confused if Malik Hornsby is here. <laughs> right. If if Nebraska adds Malik Hornsby, not only would I be confused, Logan Smothers is confused, Chubba Purdy is confused, Heinrich Harburg is confused despite them talking to him and liking him. You're yeah, just Richard bringing a Torres. lot of confusion. Richard Torres is very confused. But are they confused? Yes. Well, they might- <laughs> or are they saying, oh, no. okay, I get it. Right. It's time to go. Are they really? It's time confused. for me to go. Right. Are they really confused if they bring in Hornsby? Because you can't go into the spring with seven quarterbacks, right. seven, seven scholarship quarterbacks. I mean, I think it almost alleviates confusion. You see where I'm going? If if you like Hornsby better than those guys, I'd say that. Well, you know how it goes. Staff that bring, you know, it's like an AD who who favors the coach he brings in, he hires. The head coach and the coaching staff typically often favor the guy they brought in, right? Mm-hmm. Typically, right. are all, always. Yeah, that's their guy. Yeah, that's they're brought guy. in to make changes, and that's their change. Right. But would you not agree? Would you not be confused if they bring in Hornsby with all they've added? So you know, with, with Sims here, no. Casey sticking around. Jake, we just covered it. I mean, it would send a message to those other guys that how many of those guys do see, you here's think the thing. would leave then? So here's the thing: Sims is a three to play two. He's got two seasons of eligibility, playing eligibility. It sets up pretty well. You can play Casey. In 2023, right? That'd be his last year, sixth year senior. Mm-hmm. Get Sims ready for 2024, um, and and you know then and then here comes then here comes the big horse. Oh, <laughs> the potential big horse. Yeah, the potential named big Dylan Royal, right, possibly. Right, right. So maybe, yeah. So you're set up pretty well, actually, right now. 
I don't know if you want a mass exodus of all those guys. Well, let me ask you this, though. A if, mass exodus that would leave you with just Casey Thompson and Sims and some kind of it, walk Yeah, but if you heard any news that any of those guys transferred out, Purdy, Smothers, Smothers Harburg, Harburg, Torres. Would anybody sit here and say, oh, God, here we go? No, because you, you've no. seen those guys. You've seen two of them play. Yeah. And they weren't exactly great. You know, Logan's had his moments, but he's he's not great. You know, and he's, he's just had surgery. He's had surgery. Chubba. I would not be surprised, though. Can I tell you this? I would not be surprised if Logan Smothers is back. I would not be surprised if he just says, I'm sticking. Even if Hornsby commits yeah. to Nebraska. I think Logan really likes it here. Likes his teammates, likes the program, likes what he's doing. Um, I would not be surprised if Logan Smothers doesn't enter the portal. Now, the other ones... Would I be surprised if, if Chubba did? No. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Chubba's got to see the writing on the wall right now. Casey's pretty clear. Casey's coming back and Sims is coming. If you're Chubba, what are you thinking right now? I'm not starting next year. Might even year get reps first. in practice. <laughs> right? Heinrich Harburg? I, I mean, I'm trying to keep somebody in here. Yeah, you know, Chubba had his chances to impress this year. He, he played. He was playing for the injured Casey Thompson. He had a chance to... Make himself known as I need, I need to be here. Nebraska needs to keep me. Just when he kind of halfway started to get it going against Michigan, he did the dumb, awkward slide. Yep. And I'm not criticizing him. I mean, he just didn't slide. It's in the moment. It's hard to criticize someone in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. It just looking back, bad slide. It was a bad slide. In fact, I wonder if that's a teachable moment where I tell my quarterbacks, I show them that film and say, look, look, I mean, let's not slide unless you're wide in the wide open. If you got guys bearing down on you, don't go down like a shortstop or like a like a base stealer um, going into the second base. You know, yeah. Just go ahead and go ahead and make a football play. That's right. Not that a baseball be better. play. Better. It might be in a no, you know, not no because that got a player injured. That got yeah. a, a starting quarterback at that point injured. Make a football play, not a baseball play. That's what I'd say. Yeah, there's different slides for sure. I wouldn't slide. What I'm just, what I'm suggesting is you don't slide. But what you want to just go shoulder yeah. into him? Yeah. If 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 the situation w- calls for that, if they're bear- if the defenders are bearing down on you, don't slide. Into I would him. like to know what the quarterbacks coach feels about that. That's your advice. What what does a QB coach say when a defender's bearing down? Do you take do you dive in with your with your head, your shoulders, or do you slide in? What what do they want to do? I think in the open field. Where it's clearly open and you're not in, in in any immediate 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 danger, you slide. But if you're if if you got a couple defenders bearing down on you and they're close, don't slide. It was awkward. He was in no man's land, I think, Chubba. He was kind of in no man's land. I was right in the middle, and he went down awkwardly, and that's it. Now he's gonna be probably I don't know maybe Chubba will stay too, but it's too many I, guys, too many guys. They have said they, the coaches, like they like Harburg. Well, a lot of this depends if what we if, if Malik Hornsby does commit to Nebraska. Right now he has not. You've got Jeff Sims and Casey Thompson's back. But if you do add, add Hornsby, someone's got to bounce. Or two. Yeah, or two. And if they all stay, I just you, you, nah. can't, have, you can't have seven. You can't have seven, seven scholarships. You can't yeah. do it. No, it doesn't work. No. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. More next and early break of the ticket. 